Welcome back, everybody, to the one-year anniversary of One Take No Chaser. This is officially a year since I cut the microphone back on, man. And today I have a very, very special guest. Um, so the thing is about me is, like, I have, like, dream interviews in my head, right? Like, I would love to interview Stevie Wonder. Um, I would really love to Barack Obama. And other than that, the only other person who I think I wanted to interview more than the person who I'm about to interview is, is I, there's probably nobody else. So you probably heard the two right here, man. So one take, no chaser introduces, uh, in, in this conversation, I'll be one take, no take, no chaser junior. And I'm going to introduce my pops, man. So pop, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? Hey man, I'm just happy to have you here, man. This is an honor and a pleasure. Um, you know, it's very, it's very seldom people get a chance to uh, interview, you know, their family. Members. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on. All right, no problem. All right, man. So let's go ahead and start with how much of a great kid I was growing up. Let's let's go ahead and get into that for a second. You <laughs> you really want to know? <laughs> yeah, man. Tell the audience. I'm sure they can. Okay. Uh, you know, tell you the truth, you you were a good kid. You were a good kid. I gotta say that. Oh, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. So one of the things, man, that came up in, 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 in just in today, man, you and I had a phone conversation yesterday, uh, which gave me the idea to step to you about this episode, man. You know, we know what's going on in the world um, concerning, you know, unfortunately, like, you know, the, 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 the killing of more and more of us, you know, out there, man. And, you know, from your perspective, man, I wonder what it must feel like to have to still be having this conversation you know, at, at your age, when you kind of went through the 60s and all that, like when the shit was really super hot. So like, like just, just like walk me through how you feel about that, you know? Well, obviously, you know, that you would like for this thing to be over with that, um, but did I really expect at this point, you know, some 50 years after I became, uh, I'll, I'll go back even, even 60 years after, you know, I became aware that, you know, we, we as black people were victims um, and at, the fact that we're still continuing to be, I would like to say I'm surprised, but to tell, to tell you the truth, I'm not, you know, it's, and the reason that I'm not surprised is it's like a whole system, a whole system set up that we're, that we're stuck in that perpetuates our image as being criminal-like. And, and because of that, you know, that there are some reactions to us yep. that, that, that re, remain negative. Uh, one thing I'll, I will take issue, not not take issue with, but what I'll say is right now, I don't know if there's more of it happening. It's just that it's more being publicized. Yeah, I think Will Smith, Will Smith said it best where he said it's not that it's any more or less than it's ever been. It's just a situation where it's being recorded and broadcast on, on, on the media on a regular basis. Exactly, exactly. And I think, you know, like, you know, as a, as somebody who studied, you know, studied media and somebody who understands kind of what it is that, you know, I understand the whole idea of people getting likes, people getting, you know, people getting viewers, you know, listen, the more eyeballs on your TV station come hella hot water, they go, they will broadcast anything. But I really think there needs to be a moratorium on, on, on airing this shit, man. Like, yo, I don't need that in my psyche or my spirit every time I turn around, man. And uh, when you, when you say airing this stuff, you mean the the the, the incidents? Yeah. Okay. Um, now nah, I, I I probably disagree if I'm understanding you right. Yeah, speak on it. 
because what's what's happening the fact that they were airing it and showing it now people can't deny it you yeah. know you, what you have to do if you're seeing it and and you're accepting that what what's happening to uh to, to to young black people especially most for the most part young black people if, if if you're looking at it you can no longer say it's not happening what you have to do is look in the beside yourself and acknowledge your own your, your own bigotry your own prejudice you have to say well wait you know it is happening but so what you know maybe they deserve it maybe the young black people deserve it i'm watching uh news every uh, as a person who was maybe not black you're watching news every day and what you see yeah, those those people are criminals. So what happens to them happens to them. So all right, so that so that that's a perspective. I think my only pushback about that is it becomes normalized, right? So like think about like an ER doctor or like or like a, or like a mortician or like a or, or 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 a teacher. Like you know when things become when you see things every single day and you see enough of it, it doesn't it doesn't affect you anymore. So I, I my fear is that if people who aren't of color keep seeing this it becomes a normal part or for the young young kids the young black kids who kind of almost think like well basically this is tv like this is what goes on like it does something man I don't, like i said for me it just does something to my to my spirit to my to my physical like my like i was i was in a bad space yesterday man just with the whole idea of it and it's like i don't like having my, my having my piece stolen i understand what you're saying but i don't like having my piece stolen you know what i'm saying I understand that completely, and, and and nobody does like having their peace flowing. You know, you, especially you know at the present time, we're, we're confined and we don't really have any other outlets to, to to kind of distract us from 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 what we're seeing or in the media or seeing or reading in the media. So 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 to keep your your personal peace, you don't want to see it, you don't want to hear it. But you know, when I was coming through. Civil rights movement was just starting. We was just starting to see protests, and we were just seeing people pushing back um, uh, against 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 the society. And as a young person, I was like, "Man, I don't want to see that. I just want to hang out with my friends. I just want to keep moving." I I I, I didn't want to hear it initially. I didn't I didn't want to hear it because I I didn't feel like I was being affected uh, personally. But the fact is. You know, if you after I kept seeing it and, 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 and I had to stop thinking about it, you know, yeah, these people are right for protesting. You know, and it's only because I was starting to see it. Okay. I mean, that's so, like, you know, and I had a conversation with, uh, you know, with my older sons yesterday, you know, and, and, and how helpless I felt about how helpless I felt, man. And, and like, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a shitty, it's a shitty, humbling feeling to feel helpless about how people may or may not treat you just because they feel like it. And then I'm trying to explain to them, like, listen, man, you know, y'all got to do your best to try to stay away from, you know, sketchy situations. But yo, even that's not enough. And I don't like that shit, man. Like, and I, I think for me, you know, you haven't seen it, you know, when it was at its, when that, it was at its height and people started striking back for real, for real. Like, you know, I'd imagine, like you said, like most people, nobody wants to be involved with this shit. Nobody wants to go on Instagram, social media, Facebook, watch the news and have this be part of their conversation. But at some point in time, like I said, you were there when the shit really kicked off, man. Like, and, 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 and pretty much encompassed what was happening in the neighborhoods, man. So like, you know, like, like what was that like a little bit, man? Like, I'm curious, I never really, I never really had this conversation with you. When you say, um, 
when the stuff kicked up, you mean when we started becoming aware and started to push back? Yeah, uh, yeah, that. To us? Uh, it's, 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 uh, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of analogous to being squeezed, to being squeezed and all of a sudden things start to pop out. You know, and 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 you can no longer you can no longer take what's going on, and you have to react to it. And, and initially, the, the the people who were a little more thin-skinned reacted to it. Then after a while, the rest of us who were kind of you know you know let's let's just keep the peace out of thinking. You know, they're actually right. You know, things are happening to us. Things are being done to us. And if and if, if and if we're if we can't do anything about it, other than feel frustrated. You know that's not enough. We, we, we have to do something. And 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 and, and actually, initially, the, the things that were accepted to be to done was was actually was not being accepted. Was to just protest, to walk, and say, you know, raise our hands and just 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 pray about it and walk through the streets and and, and hope that nothing, you know, that that we won't get killed doing that. Um, and that was even that to 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 some. People was oh that's a scary man. They shouldn't be walking and 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 and, do, and saying anything about it. Um, later on, people came like um, like Malcolm and said that's not enough, you know. And 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 we, we've got to be more pro proactive. And that was scary, but it was true. And, and we knew deep deep inside of ourselves it was true. We need to we need to stop being scared, being afraid, and do something a little more. And I, 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 think, I think it's prudent to definitely bring to the forefront, like, you know, we grown men. You know, here I am, I'm 40. So, that's, by the way, that's one of the things I say on my show on a regular basis. So, I'm 40, man. And, like, like I, I'm not even going to lie and say this shit doesn't frighten me. It does frighten me. But, the, but, but that fear shouldn't put me in a box to the point when I don't act. You know what I mean? I know everybody plays a part, and I know everybody has an opportunity to strike that shit the way that they know how. But to not do nothing, in any way, shape, or form, is unacceptable. Like I think, I think that's one thing that you just kind of surface out at some point in time. Hey, y'all gonna keep squeezing me? I'm a pop. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Not doing anything. Well, it's 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 it's, it's not that people don't do don't do anything about it. It's it's, it's what you feel safe. I'll, I'll use that word, safe in doing. And, and that might be the simple thing where you think, well, I'm gonna be example. I'm gonna be do the right thing. I'm gonna dot all my T's. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna dot all my eyes and cross my T's and show everybody that I could that that we as a people are decent and and law abiding and that should be enough. That is doing something, but how effective it is it is that's another question. You know, after a while you start to learn that that's not enough. No matter what you do to no matter what you do, some people to some people that's not enough. You have to yep. be a little yep. more proactive. Yep. Yep, and that's it, man. And so I think I, I definitely appreciate that insight on that, man, because, again, I think that, you know, one of the things I think about when I think about you very often is, you know, you know, you're set, you're, you're, set, yeah, you're 71 now, man. Wow, I want to put you out there like that. But, you know, it's all good. But, like, like, when you think about, you know, as you came up, like, you know, some of the things that you that you know now, just think about, like, where you are in your life right now. Some of the things that you know as truth right now, what you wish you knew when you was coming up, either at the age of 30, 40, 50, whatever, like, you know, like, 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 like looking back. Uh, 
what I think I, what I wish I knew then that I don't know that that I that I didn't know then that I do know now. Right. Uh, you know, that's a hard question for me. Yeah. I, if, 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 if we stay on the, the the subject that we're talking about, I think I kind of knew, you know, how we were perceived, you know, um, back then. It's just that my reaction, that that would be the, not so much the knowledge. It's, it's more about the reaction to it. And back then, I felt like. Basically, there was no recourse, very little recourse. But now, as I've learned and studied, I found that there is recourse. There are people who've done, who stepped out, took a chance, and and have and are making things change. Mm -hmm. If I had, yeah, and I, I say not so much what I know, but. So thinking about then, you know, one of the topics that we often talk about, like, or, you know, on one take, no chaser, you know, I really do my best to try to talk about accountability, right? Like, I think it's very important, right? Accountability in, you know, in your work ethic, accountability in your job, accountability in, you know, your relationships, your friendships, accountability, accountability in all things. And along that same line of like, you know, what you know now versus what you didn't know then, one of the conversations that we often talk about is maturity, right? Like at some point in time, us as men, we have to get more mature about the way we move about our business, right? You can't just keep, you can't keep doing the same things over and over again and expect the same results. So I guess thinking about it now at the age of 40, I kind of find myself in a, in a constant state of reflection, right? Like, yo, damn, what could I have done differently at 26 that I, that I, that I didn't know, like, you know, what would I tell myself at 20? My very first episode, me and, uh, me and Tone, you know, had that conversation when it was like, yo, if I was 20, I would tell myself this. If I was 30, I would tell myself this. If I was 35, I would tell myself this. So I'm wondering from your vantage point, like, yo, like if you was back at 40, what would you be saying to yourself now, knowing what you knew over the last 31? You know, hearing that, you know, what would I, what would I do different when I was twenty, well, forty, whatever? What would I do different? I, I, it's, I don't know, I don't know if that makes anything, you know, change, you know, because I can't go back and and and, and be twenty. I can't go back and be forty, thirty. I can't go back and do that. So to talk about it. I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's kind of to me. It's kind of a, it's it's a thing that a lot of people talk about. You know, yeah. what would you tell your younger self? But I don't know what that does because you can't go back, and, and it's never going to happen that way. So the most, I think you, the, the most you can do now is try to pass something on to somebody that is twenty. That yeah, is exactly, and and I, and I think that's my point, right? Like you know, we know hypothetically speaking, like there ain't no time machines that I know about. I don't know what they're working on in Silicon Valley and all that. But there's no time machines that we know about. But I also know I, I can't tell my 20-year-old self anything. But I know most certainly that my sons are about to be 20 years old in a couple years. So what would I impart upon them that I probably didn't impart upon myself being at that same spot? So that's I think I think that's where that question starts to play. Okay. Now, when you ask that way, it's easy. It's very easy for me to answer. All right. <laughs> because because the things 
that people are telling you that people tell you when you're young that you hear and you don't take serious those are the things that if anything i wish i'd listen to you know mm -hmm. it, it's it's it's, it's it, it could be as simple as do the work it could be as simple as something like that do the work put in the work you know and 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 you're young ass, you know, I get to it not really knowing how important it is. Yeah. To really put in the work. To to have some self-discipline and do what you need to do to get to where you want. And and it, as I'm saying that it just I, it makes me think of the people who change the society. You know, most of us don't think that we as one person can change it, but there are people who made significant changes, and the and the one thing they've done is they put in the work to make these changes. You know, when I took our son, when I took your sons to uh, to Washington D.C. D.C. to the to the black to the black uh, new black um, um, exhibit there, and I told yeah at the Smithsonian, uh huh, Smithsonian. When I when I told him, I said, T. Thurgood Marshall, you need to read about him. This is a man who did the work. This is a man who did the work and, and changed the lives for every single one of us black Americans and any, any other black person that comes to America. We wouldn't have our freedoms. We wouldn't have what we do have if it wasn't for a man like him who put in the work. And he's not the only one. Right. And I think that, you know, especially for young kids, man, I don't, this generation less so than us are so kind of like, like, like narrow, one track minded. Like they probably like, I would imagine most 17 year olds don't even know who Thurgood Marshall is. And we already know that the school system isn't going to do a hell of a job of educating you a lot on a whole bunch other than Martin Luther King and maybe George Washington Carver. And which is still insane to me because to this day, that's still kind of a thing right now. You know, you know, I, you know, I work in New York City. And for those who don't know, I do education. Um, and, you know, I sit there and, and part of the things that I do is really work with my staff on how to include us in what they read, what they see, what they what they encounter. So they don't always think that it's just Michael Jordan, just LeBron James, just Martin Luther King, just a couple of rappers, just a couple of singers. But like you really got to do your you really got to do your part to include people who otherwise you wouldn't hear about that. So right again, so the fact that they even know who Thurgood Marshall is is a credit. And I also think you know to your other point when you said about doing the work, the work oftentimes is this this work work, and then there's this this work about who you are as a man that we need to all encounter too, man. So if you was running around in your twenties and thirties trying to collect every woman you can get. And now you 40, 45, 50, man, cut that shit out. Because at some point in time, you have to grow up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's also part of the work, Pop. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me say this. A, a person who chased after the women who, and, and drank a lot and, 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 and enjoyed himself while he was doing the work is Thurgood Marshall. So, so, so the fact that... <laughs> Now, I'm, I'm saying that to say the fact that you you, you, you want to enjoy yourself in life and you want to take part in some of the things that, you know, that we enjoy, 
doesn't preclude you from at the same time doing what you need to do. Okay. That's a word. That's a word right there. So, so, so thinking about it now, you know, as you know, I'm, I'm, I've crossed over from being able to kind of claim innocence on a lot of stuff to kind of really starting to be more responsible for what's happening, you know, in my space. You know, I, 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 you know, obviously I look at, you know, you as a model and try to figure out like, all right, so, you know, this worked out well for me, you know, and watching and this, you know, this is something that maybe I, I do differently and maybe some things that I would change and all that good stuff. But, you know, it's important, man, that people kind of latch on to something as a model. And that and that, that includes for my listeners who may or may not have had a father figure in the house, but there's somebody, you know what I'm saying, who you can latch on to as like, yeah, this is my model. You know what I mean? Uh yeah, I I I I um I understand that. And I understand that um a lot of people they do need. They do need a model. They knew they do need something to latch on. But this, but but there's there's things out here <clears throat> rather than you don't necessarily at least for my life. I didn't necessarily need one particular person to uh to emulate it. I looked for it, not having a father, I looked for it, but I never really got it. So I had to, had to, I had to just read the society, look, look what's going on, see what's working and see what's not, see mm-hmm. what's right and see what's wrong. And, and, and just take it from everywhere. You take it from everywhere. You, I didn't necessarily take it for one person. I took it from everywhere. And, 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 and we can do that because Sometimes there's a problem when you try to emulate one one person, and then you find out eh, this person is not who I thought they were. Who I thought they were, and then you disillusion. So I think I think that's a word right there. I really think that you know that's something that people really you know. So it's interesting you should say that, man, because I really don't find myself, you know, um, you know, looking at one particular person. Because like you said, there's many models that you can, you know, that you can bring up and really do your best to, 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 to look at as who you want to focus on. But I think the other part of the conversation becomes really being clear about what it is that you want to do going forward. I think that's something that us as black men and just men in general need to be really clear about, right? All my listeners, they know. Like, listen, man, at some point in time, you have to make a decision as to what it is you want to do and then put the work in for that, no matter how difficult it is, man. Like, and it's very easy to rest on your laurels, right? Like, you know, I, I've been doing my walking every single day. There's some days I don't feel like walking, man. But if you don't walk, you just know that that's one more day that you're not putting in towards where you said you wanted to go towards your goals. It's easy to be lazy, man. The world is predicated upon people being lazy because they offer you something that's a quick fix. But at the end of the day, it's our, it's, it's our duty to grow and try to be the best fathers, best husbands, best, you know, boyfriends, best workers, best whatever you are that you can be. Uh, I agree with that 100%. You know, you, if, if you take your analogy about walking and you apply it to everything and, you know, it'll work for you. It, 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 if, if you have a clear goal, if you know where you're going. Um, Unfortunately, that's not what, what not everybody is fortunate to know, you know, where they want to go and, 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 and how to get there. Actually, if you, if you know, 
if you find out what you want to do, you can figure out how to get there. Yep. Yep. Straight up like that. Well, I would say last topic of conversation for me. So I heard tell that when you cross over the age of 70, the I don't give a fuck button is extremely large, man. Speak on it. Well, <laughs> uh, this, there's a lot of truth to that. <laughs> because, because what's going on in this life, uh, you like to see better. You yep. like to see things going better. But, but you also know that the end is coming and that's a little more important and it makes it makes what's going on every day not unimportant because it is important but almost not too relevant to you and what you don't want to do is waste your time um doing things that you don't need or don't want to do that's a word that's a word right there man uh listen yeah, that, that sounds that sounds exactly right to me. You know, like, listen, you know, when your days are not, you ain't 20 no more, you ain't 30 no more, you ain't 50 no more, you already know. Listen, until they find something that's going to keep people going forever, you understand that your time is, is to be spent doing what you want to do. So if you travel, then travel. But I also think watching you, man, one of the things that I see that you did was, you know, your travel game is strong, man. And, like, you know, my, my travel game is trash right now because I'm so busy working. And so busy trying to do this and do that, man. So I need to take care of myself a little bit better too, man. You know? Yeah, we all need to do that at every stage of our life. That that we need, you know, we 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 need to keep ourselves um, physically and mentally uh, awake and, and 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 emotionally and psychologically as best as we can. Um, yo, let me, yo, pa, let me, let me, let me say something to you. I'm so glad that you said that, man. You know, one of the stigmas about, you know, us being black was like, you know, when we grew up that people didn't talk about self-care, man. Nobody talked about healing. It kind of was like taboo almost like, yo, like when people would say that they was going through something, it kind of got pushed to the whispers, man. So like very interesting to hear that at the age that you at right now, like that's something that's like, nah, that this is what you, this is what you must do. Yeah, you 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 must, cause because um, people only see the outside, but what's really driving you, what's really turning, is all things that people don't see. Yep, and that's all inside. That's and, 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 and you definitely have to take care of yourself that way. All of us do. Yo, that and on that note right there. I feel like that's the word right there. So, yo, listen, Pop, you could be a guest on One Take No Chase at any time, man. I appreciate you taking the time out, man, to, to you know, to come converse with me on the show, man. Uh, any last words for the, for, the, for the listeners? Well, I thank you for the opportunity, and uh, hopefully something I've said might, have t might touch someone. Um, one thing I will say uh, that I would be try to be different if I, if I think about it is, Try not to be afraid of anything. And it, fear is, 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 is what holds all of us back. Mm -hmm. Try to overcome it. And, and, and on that note, I will definitely say that's a word. Pop, I appreciate you, man. I love you dearly. You know that. Um, and I appreciate you coming on One Take No Chaser, man. Anytime, man. All right. Love you, too. I uh, love you, too, Pop. Take care, man. Take care.